Hi everybody, it's Kevin Clark with another great episode of Decoding Real Estate in Baldwin County. I have clients, they do residential, they do investment properties, they do commercial. And more and more with the way that the economy and the real estate market is shifting, I'm getting more and more inquiries about investing in property be it residential, land, commercial, and all the different variants of commercial assets that are out there. So I wanted to give a quick episode about ideas that you need to consider when you're looking at real estate investment and having success in investing in real estate. Now, in a sense, when you're a individual or you are, you know, in a relationship and you're going to buy a residence, single family, condo, what have you, where you're going to actually live, it's an investment. Even though you do have the perspective that it's your primary residence and it's your home, it's still, in a manner of speaking, a financial investment because you're hoping that one day when you make a decision to sell that property and move into the next one that you're going to hopefully have some positive equity and a profit as it were from the sale of that home to then put that money into your next property and continue to move forward with your home ownership path but with residential property in that sense even though it's an investment there's a lot of emotional underpinnings that happen when you're buying your personal home that you don't necessarily have with investments in real estate. So I want to talk about that briefly because I think it's good to understand the difference. When you're dealing with real estate investments, you're dealing with a different animal, whether it's single family or a duplex, triplex, an apartment building, retail, uh, industrial property, offices, It doesn't matter, but it is different. So what I wanted to go through is what are some of the important things to consider? Well, like everything else with real estate, you need to do your research, you need to do your due diligence, and you need to explore what options you have to make an investment in real estate. You've got to understand the financial commitment What is the return going to be for that financial commitment? And do you have the ability to make that commitment and still have enough money in reserve to cover any unknown expenses or situations that could occur in your life that those monies might be needed? So with that being said, when you're analyzing whether or not you want to make a real estate investment, whether that investment is through shares in a real estate investment trust or a syndication where you're investing money with other investors or whether you decide you want to try and find a home to rehab, renovate and flip and make a profit or keep it, put a tenant in and have an income stream from the rents. The reality is you have to do your research. You have to understand the market like you would with a single family home that you're buying for your personal residence. And you need, which is the second part, really good professionals to give you advice. I think you have to have a really good realtor 
really good bankers or finance people who can help you make your decision intelligently about whether or not you want to make that particular investment or what options you have for different kinds of real estate investments. And again, having a great realtor agent is imperative and having other professionals advise you and especially a good accountant or CPA because many times some of the most important aspects of making real estate investments are the tax benefits and they can become quite complicated. So you need those tax professionals and a lawyer to be able to navigate those issues when they come up and they will because it's not how much money you make, it's how much money you keep. And there are many things including depreciation and other aspects of the tax laws that can help shelter or protect your income stream or cash flow and profit on a real estate investment. Now, I'm not a CPA. You know, I'm not advising you as a lawyer. People always say that when they do these podcasts. But what I'm saying is, is that it makes sense to have those professionals on your side to give you the best information and advice. And again, like with residential, for a primary residence, ask the questions, do the research, and be able to make sure that whatever you're going to invest in is not only realistic for your goals, but is also viable. You've got to make sure that it's going to be able to be successful. Now, when you're considering doing that, you've got to understand the risks. There are a lot of risks. Let's say you're rehabbing a home and you're going to put a tan in or just simply sell it after it's been renovated. The problem is if your budgets are off or you don't know the correct numbers to estimate what the cost of renovation is going to be or the timing of it, if you do it incorrectly or not with enough information, you could go way over budget. Your timing could be off and you could end up trying to sell it in a slower part of the year or you could take so long to do the renovations that you might wake up in a market that's in a shifting position. And that could be dangerous for you because there's going to be money involved, whether it's a loan, cash out of your pocket, but it's going to be also time and effort and you don't want to waste those things on a project if it's doomed to failure. How do you understand those risks? You've got to be able to have information. And like I always say, ask a lot of questions and get your professionals to support you and give you the information and ask questions you may not even have thought of relative to that real estate investment. And Most importantly, a realtor is going to be able to give you a lot of dynamic information about the market, the viability of possibly the project, rental rates, access to tenants, access to financial resources from lenders and other people, partners possibly. And so what you're going to be doing is you're going to be very proactive and you're going to continuously monitor the the designation or selection of an investment property, but also the progress you're making moving toward ownership and 
the active investment in that property because the best properties are ones that have upside, meaning that you have the ability to reinvent that property with upgrades, better income streams, tons of different things can happen to increase the viability and the profitability of that asset. So what you need to do is you need to be thorough, patient, willing to ask the hard questions, and you need to not rush into it emotionally. You need to be able to be somewhat disconnected from your emotions you might have when you're buying your personal residence. And that's fine because personal residences have a lot of different underpinnings that are very personal to you and your family. And that growth that you're having with your relationship with your partner and your kids and your family and your job. With an investment, that is really about the money. Show me the money. That is about getting into a real estate investment that fits with your financial needs and goals after you've talked to your accountant, your lawyer, your banker, your investment partners, and most importantly, your realtor, because your realtor is the first step on saying, what kind of real estate investments can I get into? From there, you can then bring in your other professionals to do the underlying analysis of that investment, judging all the risks that are involved, the timing of it, the tax implications, the legal implications, and whether or not you have sufficient financial reserves to expend that money so that you're not having a situation occurring six months or a year later where you need access to that capital or that money. The reality is that real estate is not as liquid as, let's say, stocks. You can liquidate stocks every day, but real estate can take time to sell. Not every piece of property sells in a day or a week or a month. And if you have to suddenly get an infusion of capital or cash and you try to liquidate that property too quickly, you could suffer a loss or a setback. You don't want to have that happen. You want to make sure you have sufficient reserves personally, three, six months, a year to protect you and yours so that if something unexpected comes up, you can handle that disruption and then be able to have all of your ducks in a row. You've done your research. You've invested in asking questions of your real estate professionals, the realtor, the accountant, the lawyer, the inspectors, whomever it may be. And you understand what the upside and downsides could possibly be for this investment. You've got to look at time. You've got to look at the issues that can come up that maybe aren't expected. You have to have budgets and you have to have timing and you have to have legal documents and all the things that go into real estate investing. Now, I'm not trying to scare you away from doing it, but I'm letting you know it's more complicated than residential purchases or sales for your primary residence. There are more moving parts. And it doesn't mean you have to buy a $5 million property. There are a lot of properties that are reasonably priced that you can dip your toe in the water and get involved. You can have 
fractional or partial interest in property. You could be a passive investor or an active one, but you have the ability to make a judgment of how much you want to be involved in a particular real estate investment. And as you progress in your journey making real estate investments, you'll get more sophisticated, you'll have more confidence, more knowledge, and more experience that's going to give you the underpinnings of a successful career in investing in real estate. A lot of portfolio managers from what I understand reading up on this, 10 to 20% in hard assets and real estate in your portfolio. So what does that mean? Well, I would talk to a financial advisor, a certified financial advisor, and your accountant and your lawyers and the people that you trust in your sphere of influence, your circle of friends and professional relationships. Because what you're going to do is, is you're going to consider making real estate investing a part of your entire portfolio, as it were, or as part of your financial life. And I think it's important to do all the things that you would do with residential real estate for a primary residence, but also the added issues that will come up with real estate investing that aren't present in buying a home to live in it. So I wanted to give you some advice on that. I'm going to have some additional podcasts in the near future about other aspects of real estate investing because it's becoming much more active in the past few years for smaller investors, not just the guys in the ivory tower with buckets of money. So I hope this has given you some thoughtful considerations for investing in real estate because I think it's a great opportunity for many people. It's not for everybody, but it maybe is for you. And I want you to understand that I so appreciate you listening to my podcast. If you're ever down in the Gulf Coast area of Alabama, give me a call 251-599-6375. Or if you ever want to just talk about real estate, whether it's buying your first home or your 10th home or investing in real estate or anything regarding real estate because I love real estate. So I hope you're doing great. I'll have another podcast for you real soon. And I thank you for listening to Decoding Real Estate in Baldwin County, Alabama. If you want to go to our website, valpointrealestate.com or search baldwincountyal.com, a lot of great material there. A lot of great resources and information. Have a great day, and I will be talking to you soon.